It's early in the morning. 6.58 in the morning. To be exact. Alright, man, I'm doing this one. I think I should dig deep for this one, right? This one is a poem to begin. Or a soliloquy or a simile, if you will. This is more of a simile. I believe us black people are in search of intelligence and empowerment and the light. I like moths drawn to a bug zapper. We know it could be to our detriment, but we cannot resist the glow, the shine, the abundance of power that charges to our body. But knowing the truth. This is a thought of mine that came to me this morning. I believe our power and our enlightenment comes from ourselves. The fear that we see of the knowledge of ourselves. Like I said before, I talked about fear in the last podcast, right? So let's devour fear today. Let's talk about. The Bilderberg Group. The rich and powerful elite of the society. Some say they're masons. Some say they're shriners. I just say they're some rich, powerful ass crackers that don't deserve to live. But the fact of the matter is, we finance everything. So let's speak on finances. Black people, we come, we possess over three hundred and eighty-five trillion dollars. Excuse me for drinking my coffee while I'm talking. Like I said, it's early morning. So we possess the wealth. Of this nation that we live in. Now I know what you're thinking. Why don't we take the wealth? reverse society because we can't not only that we can't my dear people is that we shouldn't because if we destroy the economy we destroy ourselves it was a financial crisis in 1896 Many of y'all have never researched it, none of y'all understand it. In 1896, they were talking about removing the Emancipation Proclamation. And this is why. To free us and have to pay us for our labor. Despite how minute the payment was and how minor the payments came to be, it was financially crippling the country. So which tells us one thing. <laughs> the reason black man and black woman, the reason that the country is in debt that it is, is because of us. They no longer have free labor. They no longer had the power to pay for the labor force. 
shit for Christ's sake. It was paying us quarters and pennies and dimes and nickels. It was breaking their pockets. So the go- so what they decided to do is get some of us that were already in this country. We call them brown people. We call them Latinos. We call them things of this nature now because that's what we brainwashed to believe they are. But no, they're yours. They're ours. So what they did with that by getting them on board with the plan. They didn't, they didn't know they was gonna be, some of them was going to be detrimented. So this is what they did. They took them to different parts of this country where they knew gold was at. And they started to buy their currency backing that gold. See, what they didn't know was going to happen in 1942 was greed and corruption of their government. Their government took the gold they stole from us and sold it. Which turned turned linen into currency. This is why our kids end up missing. This is why they kill us at will. Because there's more value in a dead Negro than it is in anything in this country. Make sense? No, it doesn't to you yet. Why do you think they allow us to come up with music? Talking about killing our own. Why do you think they let us do drugs? Why do you think we have heavy prostitution, things like that in our communities? It's not for our benefit. It's for theirs. See, if they destroy us, their value increases. If they destroy us, the Bindenberg Group gets wealthier. The Rothschilds get wealthier. The Masons get wealthier. Make sense now? See, many of us that's proud of our grandfathers and grandmothers being inside of a secret society, which was the Masons claim to fame. We love being a secret society. But see, the reason it's so detrimental to us is because the Masons put us in slavery. It was the Masonic organization of Great Britain that derived the plan to put us in slavery. And we don't call it slavery. We shouldn't call it that. That's not what we should call it. We should call it what it was. Imprisonment. That's what it was. See, they try to compare the NFL to modern-day slavery. But you can't compare modern-day slavery when people are getting millions of dollars to do this. What you compare the prison, what you can do, compare it to the prisons. People working people working out, some people gaining jewels and gaining knowledge. That's what is cut out of slavery today. The reason I will not call it slavery and I call it imprisonment because that's exactly what it was. We was prisoners of war. This this is the thing they won't tell you about in history books. Trust me, believe me, we wasn't slaves. 
We're not Slavic. We're not Israelites. We are, are the original Hebrews. The Moabites. The Kemets. The Cushites. That's what we are. Now, the poem I mentioned earlier, the thing I mentioned earlier, when many of us are drawn to the knowledge, like a loft of light, to a bug zapper, because we are. Think about it. We're drawn to the power of intelligence. Even though we know that many of us are not going to make it from getting it. We have lost so many of our own for speaking truth and speaking the light to our people. We've lost the Honorable Khaled Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad, Farid Muhammad, Noble Jew Ali, Marcus Mosiah Garvey. And I spoke on Marcus Mosiah Garvey a podcast ago, a two ago, telling you how he was deported. And do y'all know the why? A brother by the name of W.E.B. Du Bois. The many of us mis- read his book, The Miseducation of the Nero. And Marcus was in competition for the movement we all love and claim to be about now. The Pan-African movement. Those of us that are like me, militant and things like that, we would have been more like the Garveyanisms. Garveyists, you know. Because Garvey followed and believed the Alpha I two four two, same as many others. But the thing about it is, W. E. B. Du Bois was quite like Martin Luther King. He believed in peace, nonviolence, and to integrate within white society. See, we got to realize integration came at our detriment. To integrate, they had to destroy Tulsa, Oklahoma. They had to destroy every powerful black city to make us integrate. See, people like W.E.B. Du Bois, Martin Luther Kings, and shit like that were more than willing to integrate because they were sleeping around on their beautiful black queens, white women. The fact that the murder of Martin Luther King and brother W.E.B. Du Bois together, they both have white children. Now this is where things get funny, y'all. The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey had mixed children himself. They might hit y'all like, what the fuck, damn, he talking shit. I'm not talking shit, I'm talking facts. I'm talking about things I've researched. I can do the research too. Marcus Garvey's wife was named Amy. That was his first wife. And he remarried again and made her his third wife. Make sense? <laughs> Marcus had one letter for Black Queen. Who betrayed him. She was a plot employee by W.E.B. Du Bois. To destroy the Garvey's movement. The original Pan-African movement was coined and phrased by W.E.V. Du Bois. However, 
the Back to Africa movement was not created by a cracker. Now, sorry to tell y'all. They take credit for it. They like to say we t- they said that we wanted they wanted us to go back to Africa, but they didn't. Because they knew it would destroy the economy. However, Marcus Garvey knew this. And used it as a refuge. And as a weapon. See, if you would have moved us back to Africa like he was wanted to. The country you live in today. Would have been that of what they call a third world country. No wealth. No materials. No nothing. Because the black and brown people. Some of y'all are descendants of those listening to this podcast harvested this land, turned it into the valuable commodity that it is today. We should be proud of what our ancestors were capable of doing. And for that reason, I implore you to take back your country. Not physically, but do it in the same way they did it. See, they were walls and books to destroy us. Who's to say we can't do the same? For now it's time. This podcast is about empowerment. About the light that beams within you. To speak truth. To find truth. To circle truth, to gain truth, and to put truth to power. This is about strength. This is also the third day of Black August. So we must rejoice it, celebrate it, and find ways to show our ancestors that their descendants. Are not all cannibals, are not savages. Do better. Be better. Think better. Be bolder. Think bolder. Think smarter. And that's all for today. I got more things to talk about tomorrow. Trust and believe. We are the light that we seek, we are the knowledge that we want. But we have to decode ourselves to understand it. So to at the end of, to end this podcast, I'm gonna give you a couple of artists to listen to. If you choose to listen to me, take time out to listen to K. Reno. Listen to the songs, Blood Doctrine. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm saying lifting up the veil. And a few other tracks. Take time out to listen to Freddie Gibbs. That's important. Listen to the mixtape, the miseducation of the miseducation of Freddie Gibbs. Take time out to listen to that. Listen to them dead prayers. Listen to some prodigy from out deep. Listen to some old Nas. Listen to some KRS One. For these brothers drop jewels when you left and right. <laughs> it's funny to say, but they do. And it's right there above you, right in your ears. 
and many of them never listened to it. See, the reason music is so detrimental to us and also can be a benefit to us is because music is made to go against the frequency of your brain patterns. The frequencies are that to control you. So I'm going to end this podcast by saying this. Listen with your ears. Watch with your eyes. And speak with your tongue. And never do one more than you do the other. Because each part of you is important to the development and the future empowerment of our great nation.